You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. You're listening to The Overflow with MC Brooks on GGR Pirate Radio. Swing a fly ball, center field deep. Bellinger going back to the warning track, to the wall. It's a grand slam. Howie Kendrick with a grand slam here in the 10th inning of game five. The Nationals seven, the Dodgers three. Do you believe it? Pull the lever, Frank. Run lever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back. It's your boy, MC Brooks, bringing you another episode of The Overflow with MC Brooks here on GGR Pirate Radio. And today, we're going to be reviewing the newest My Hero Academia film called Heroes Rising. But before I get into that, got some housekeeping to do, of course. So let's do that first. Great Geek Refuge is the website. That's where you can find all of the amazing content that we produce on a weekly basis. Hell, at this point, we've we've been producing so much content, it almost feels like we've been releasing new stuff daily. We have podcasts, we have articles, we have reviews, we have recaps, we have photos. We have all types of content, no matter what your fandom is and no matter how you like to receive your fandom. So go to the website, check us out, listen to a podcast, read an article, share with your family and friends. And shout out to you, because without the support from those of you who've done those things, we wouldn't be here doing what we do. You guys are just as much a part of us as we are. And so thank you for that. But if you'd like to receive your podcast in, an, in another form, then we are also on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Apple Podcasts. Wherever you like to listen to your podcast, I guarantee that GGR is there. Just give us a, give us a search and uh, listen to your heart's content. Last thing here, make sure you follow us on all of our social media so you can be kept up to date when, whenever we release uh, new content, be it podcast, an article, or whatever. So we are Great Geek Refuge on all of our social media platforms. That's Facebook, that's Twitter, that's Instagram. If you're on Facebook, uh, we do have a group where you're able to interact with myself, with Mike, with Steve, with Yuli, with Rambo, with all of our contributors, both old and new. And who knows, you may you may even get a chance to be part of the things we do because we share memes, we pose questions, we have very interesting conversations, and sometimes those make their way onto our actual website. So come be a part. I promise we don't bite. All right, so let's talk about this film. So let's talk about this film. My Hero Academia, Heroes Rising. It was released in just under a week ago. It's the second film in the franchise's history. Uh, the first one being Two Heroes, which came out a year ago, and this one being Heroes Rising. The runtime for this film is a little over an hour and a half, so it, it's not super long. It's about in that 
that sweet spot that you that at least for me at least is that that sweet spot uh where where a movie can can either be too short and not give you enough of what you want but can also be too long and also not give you enough of what you want because sometimes these films are longer than than they need to be but this film is just a little over an hour and a half and i gotta say this the tldr version i really enjoyed this film I very, very much enjoyed this film. I was on the edge of my seat for large parts of it. And I, I guess before I, I go any further, let me also say there will be some spoilers within this uh, review. So if you are, if you're planning to see the movie and, and you don't want to know what happens, then cut this podcast off here. My TLDR version is it's a fantastic movie. Please go watch it. But past this point, there are going to be spoilers. I'm going to talk a little bit more in depth about several uh, parts of the film, and uh, yeah, just had to had to get that had to make sure that 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 is known. So, I really enjoyed this film. I I, I think that it, it 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 gave you a bit of everything that you wanted when you when a film like this uh, comes out. So uh, some of the, the things I really enjoyed, the, the fight sequences were beautiful. Um, they, they were really well designed. They kept you on the edge of your seat. Uh, there are some really amazing moments within the fight sequences, and not, not even just at the end, throughout the, the duration of the film. In earlier portions before the final act of the film, there are some really great, fight sequences that take place uh i really enjoy that this movie reminded me a lot of how the earlier seasons of my hero academia were where where you got a little bit of everybody so so all of all of class all of class 1a like they all have really great their own really great moments throughout the duration of this film so if you're a fa big fan of kaminari or mineta or Jiro, or just any of these heroes that, that are not people, you know, that we follow on a regular basis in the show, then they get their moment within this movie. And it, it's really awesome to see. And that, that that's one of the selling points of it for me is, is the fact that it reminds me so much of the earlier seasons of the show, which, which helped me to fall in love with the show and become such a fan of it. Now, the thing with this movie also is that I feel like it exists outside of the continuity of the show, in a way, in the same way that uh, Two Heroes did, in that I feel like it is canon to, in a sense, but it's hard to really gauge kind of where the events of this movie take place in the timeline of the show. You know, they they like it. It references the, the, there's there's a really big reference. They reference the um, the fight that Midoriya and Bakugo have in season three, uh, the one that they have outside at night, where All Might ends up coming to interrupt it, um, and they and they get in trouble for it. Uh, so so they they reference that part. They reference that part, but like outside of that, it's kind of hard to to really gauge. You know, like, is this movie taking place between the events of seasons three and four? Is this taking place 
between is is does this take place after the events of season four and season four is still ongoing episodes are still coming out weekly so it's hard to really gauge kind of when this movie takes place within the timeline but it's also a good thing because if you're not fully caught up on my hero academia then you can still go see this movie and still enjoy it i missed out on seeing uh, two heroes in theaters because I wasn't fully caught up on the show yet. And so I didn't want to go and be confused if someone pops up who I haven't seen before. Or if they reference something that from the show that I, that I am unfamiliar with. So on and so forth. Uh, but that's not really the case here. Like there, there are little references. But because you can't really place where it is in the timeline really. Uh, you don't need to fully be caught up on the show in order to go and enjoy it. You do need to have watched the show so that you can uh, get the context for some of the, the amazing moments that take place, especially at the end of the film. But you can you can go see this even if you're you know just midway through a season or, or behind a few episodes and whatnot. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the villain. So the villain... Uh, is this character called Nine. And Nine uh, has a quirk that is very similar to All for One, except the reason they call him Nine is because he can only store nine of them at a time. From my understanding, he has a like a simplified version of All for One. And basically his plan over the course of the film with his, with his crew is he's stacking up quirks so he can basically restart society. You know, destroy society as is and rebuild it in the way that he wants it to be built. Uh, which sounds very generic, but it doesn't take away from the overall uh, from the overall enjoyment of the film. It doesn't take away from your ability to truly enjoy this film. Um, Chimera is, a, is one of the other villains. He's kind of an amalgamation of a few different animals and because of that he, he seems to have a few different quirks at at play because of that uh but but he is absolutely frightening i mean honestly no offense to nine but chimera was who i i was way more frightened for todoroki Ida, and um, the others who were there uh, more than I was with midoriya and the others facing off against nine in that final sequence um, it was, yeah, Chimera is, is, is frightening. Like I don't, I don't scare very easily. Uh, but, but watching, watching Chimera kind of, uh, take his form to like the nth degree was enough to make me go, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. that. That is absolutely terrifying. But, um, overall, I think the, the villains did a good job of, well, being bad guys. <laughs> and again, uh, as generic as their ambitions seem to be, they were a tall task for our heroes. And like I said, I, I really enjoyed the fight sequences uh, within this film because that, that final act had some amazing fight sequences Um uh, for all of our for all of our characters and like i said it reminded me a lot of season one when the league of villains first show up 
and you have to watch different teams of our heroes face off against different bad guys who are basically trying to eliminate them and and you know uh do what they will <laughs> uh do what they want enact their 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 evil plans um now i i do want to I, I did have one issue with this film and it's is arguably with the the ending of, of sorts right so obviously if you're listening at this point in the review then you already know about like the super badass thing that happens and that is that uh while facing off against nine Midoriya chooses to pass on one for all to Bakugo so that together they could take down this this villain and let me say like I I almost stood up in the theater if there were not people behind me I probably would have completely stood up at that moment because my jaw dropped and I was I I, it was it was a crazy crazy moment but but here's the issue with it so the rules that are set up in the show are that uh for one for all to be passed that uh bakugo would have had to ingest some of Midoriya's dna but that's not what happened what happened is he he just uh he just touched they just grasped hands and and maybe you know they have some explainer where it's like, uh, where where there's some explainer where, uh, that's enough. Like Midoriya's will in that moment was enough, combined with, uh, his blood touching Bakugo was enough. But it it seemed like from in from from the show at least that it was established that it had to be ingested for it to work. I didn't have an issue with how quickly it worked for Bakugo because I think you have a really easy explainer for that, which is that Bakugo already has a quirk. Midoriya was quirkless, so it, it took time for his body to fully adjust to that, whereas Bakugo, his body already having a quirk, it's easier to adjust to something like One For All becoming a part of him and 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 having the effect or not as much of an effect as as it did for Midoriya when he first got the ability so like it, it was a great moment it's cool like I'm, I'm not docking points from it but it just it didn't it, based on the rules within the show like it didn't really make a ton of sense how that was able to happen and then the other thing also towards the end at actually at the after the battle is over and they're recovering and all of that uh basically how Midoriya still has one for all and does Bakugo have one for all or did did it leave him or you know are there two of them like there's there are so many questions to be had and they're they're not really addressed um and and I wish the film had done something in the way of explaining it like like Bakugo in the end just decides you know you know all might was right to to give you this quirk i'm i'm gonna pass this back to you now i think he has too much ego for that to happen so yeah would not would not anticipate that happening but um but there should have been something in the end where where like that part where it's addressed right because cause it, it was a very great moment. It's a beautiful moment. And, and ultimately, it's the thing that 
it's it's the thing that separates Midoriya from from so many other anime protagonists and from the other characters within within the show was that type of selfless act in a moment where nine out of ten times as the main as the main protagonist of a story like you're just expecting them to solo it and win right but it was it was very on brand for Midoriya and I just wish that there was something to explain it like did like did one for all just after spending five minutes with Bakugo was like oh nah mm -mm, we're good we we're 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 going back Mm -mm, we're going back like that part I I would I just I would like for that to be addressed whether that's in the show whether it's in the next movie uh just something but that's really my only gripe with this film and again I I very much enjoyed it I want to go see this movie again I'm going to try to go see it again. Hopefully, hopefully it is not, excuse me. Hopefully it is not having a limited run like the first movie did, but I feel like it is. So with that being said, go see this movie. If you have not already seen it, go see it again and again and again so that we can keep getting really amazing films like this one. Is it perfect? No, it's not a perfect film, but it is a great film with very great character moments uh, for for each of the heroes that we've gotten to know over the course of this show's existence. And it does not disappoint at all. Everyone, everyone is amazing. Everyone is great. The fight sequences are great. Ooh, sorry, a little petered out there a little bit. Um... But yeah, that, that pretty much concludes my review. Uh, again, it great film. I want to go see it again. I'm going to try to see it again. But I am curious to hear what you all think. So if you've gotten this far and you've either seen the film or not seen the film but were unsure about it, uh, I would go, again, go see the film. And I want to know what you guys think. So feel free to drop comments or contact me either via the GGR accounts uh, or social media, or just on the page on the website. Speaking of which, go to our website. You can find this podcast as well as all of the other podcasts that GGR offers. You can find uh, a ton of our amazing articles that our contributors have been writing and releasing recently. And you can just find all the content that we have there. And there's there's so much to enjoy. And there's something there for everyone because at GGR, we are an inclusive group and we just want you to enjoy your fandom, whether you are a lifelong fan or whether you discovered it yesterday. So thank you all for listening. Follow us on social media. Follow me on social media, Great Geek Refuge uh, or MC underscore Brooks on uh, social media. And again, let me know what you think. Thank you for listening. And I cannot wait to hear what you all have to say. On that note, I'm out of here. I will catch you guys on the next episode. Peace. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy.